up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Don't Give Up the Ship Podcast, episode 77. Uh, and this is another Ask the Chief, Rev 6, if you can believe it, um, where Chief Bob and I do what Chief Bob and I do. Uh, <laughs> it's actually been weeks at this point since I recorded this, so as I'm recording the intro outro anyway. Um, and so, I mean, we went all over the place, and it was a lot of like things he had going on, things I had going on, things were going on in the world, all kind of mashed together. Um, if, if you're familiar at all with the the prior episodes, you know exactly what I mean. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy this. Check it out. Yeah, like the... <laughs> I want to just repeat everything I just said because this is what we do every time. But, I'll pretend uh, to be surprised. I cursed, yeah. <laughs> um, but that was the chat too. I didn't even footnote that correctly. But... <laughs> but uh, so yeah like so i the the first it was like with the test stuff guys i told you we were doing that podcast and that's what he was asking me like how when chiefs communicate it's it was like they the e5 and below are having a really hard time because the e6 and above because they were like a ton of the first classes were super moto because they wanted to make chief and so they were acting the way they thought they should which alienated all the e5 and below and then right. the Chiefs were already Chiefs and were still alienating the five and below because they didn't know how to communicate with them in in a way that like the E5 and below would actually receive and that was meaningful in any kind of a way and would build trust and all the things that we talk about all the time. And right. then like, but they thought that they had to like play this caricature, like this idea in their head that they had of what a chief's supposed to be, right? And then uh, he was asking me like, why is that? And I was like, because they like, you got to look at the, the problem behind the problem. Like, so your problem is they're not communicating with you. All. Well, why are they not communicating? Well, like why, why can't that chief talk to you? Like you're a human being. And it's just like, not that there aren't some out there, obviously, but like you were just describing a minute ago, like the way that you approach teaching that course um, is like, I'm just like, we're all going to figure it out together. Like I'm not, god i'm not some like oracle no. of radio chiefness i'm just a dude yeah. and so like same thing with that email too that i got recently where this guy was like um we were talking about like he listened to warped and then uh that spin the yarn i did recently about yep. the I- idea be- yeah about the idea that the mess is like kind of lost its way and in that the idea of what a chief is in our heads even is like warped you know uh go figure puns and then uh so i was just explaining to him in the email like okay but why can't they do that and so like same thing with him he was like describing that like yeah it becomes like an ideology and or religion almost and so they get defensive when questioned and it's part of their identity because they're insecure with who they are or because whatever i'm like yeah but why are they that way like why are they functioning immaturely and and acting crazy and can't communicate and whatever it's like why and it's because they've never been taught. Like there's never, yeah, and I always regress or whatever, loop back around or whatever to leadership development and education. Like it never happened. So these people don't know how to communicate with you on a human level. They don't know how to like straddle the line of like, yes, I'm your superior. And yes, there's certain like boundaries we need to maintain, but also I can like just be a normal human being with you and like talk to you like a human being. And I can like, emote and like express that i care to you care about you in a meaningful way instead of being like a robot or like pretending that i can't do that because i got to maintain that boundary it's like that's not even a little true you know what i mean there's there's a it's funny because there's a um a 
things in the Navy are very regional as much as they yeah. should be like universal. Um, or like the Navy intends them to be universal, but they end up right. becoming very regional, right? So yeah. out here we've been good with teaching. We just certified a bunch of people to do the the NLDC the leadership the NLEC course, stuff. Right? It's NL- yeah, NLEC yeah. ELD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I signed up for a facilitator course next month. I'm pretty pumped. So we just had, we just got, not too long ago, we got a bunch of people that are, that got certified to teach it. We mm. have three people in our area that are certified as train the trainers, right? See, that's, um, I reached out about that and they said that only NLEC staff is allowed to go to that course now. So I'm going to go to a class somehow i don't know if there's yep. any like staff where i'm going but i'm gonna go to a class to be a command facilitator meaning i can teach all the courses like i can facilitate right. all the levels of the but courses you can't but I, certify i can't yeah to do i it. can't birth more trainers which i think is stupid that was the whole point is like i wanted right. me and another the sel here to go with me so that we would have two people that could then start creating facilitators right. and they're like so, no and i'm like well, do you not want this to work like like, so I, like, I need somebody guys, to certify me to teach leadership stuff, obviously. Right. And so, like, oh one, one of the guys in my office, uh, it was kind of funny because we were both scheduled to go to it. And then yeah. I had my class got one of my courses that is taught three times a year. Right. Happened to be the same time. So I had to back out of it. Yeah. And... But I already had like my binder printed out because the way you yeah. register, you have to print out the whole binder full of material, yep. Yep. all that jazz. So I did all that and then I couldn't go. So I unenrolled and then I just handed that dude my binder of everything and said, <laughs> have fun. So yeah. he, he went to it, right? And like, so he's on the hook, he's teaching it, which is mm. fine because as much as I wanted to go through it for my own information, um, yeah, the downside is like, I do like I spread myself pretty thin where I'm at. Right. I just constantly think like, Oh, I can do that. Right. And then eventually I realize like stuff just probably a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So in the long run, I'm kind of glad it's probably for the better that I didn't go, but I will still go at some point either just as a student or as being able the next time they do a train the trainer, I'll show up to that just so that I have it under my belt so that I know what's going on. But, um, it's, it's interesting listening to him because he's described the whole thing. And obviously I looked through all the material and all that jazz. I've got all the the paperwork for it. Um, and it's, I don't know what I expected, but it's not at all. I just thought there would be more like, it would be like more Navy focused or some, yeah. something. I don't know. I have no idea what I expected. I just, but as I looked through it, it was I very expect- much like, this is generic <laughs> training that could literally apply to anything good i haven't gone through any of the material i expected to be let down again so i'm like i didn't have high expectations but i have heard good things from people that have gone to the courses so so at our at our chief uh we have like bi-weekly chief meetings right Mm -hmm. and our dmc at the end of we do like the quick you know whatever all everybody talks about whatever they got to talk about and then at the end of it he does a uh like a training piece to it because one of the things that we don't really do to your point is like chief training Yeah. of like, you know, obviously you have the season, you have all that jazz, mm-hmm. but once somebody makes it right there, a lot of times it just stops 
And it's yeah. like, eh, it's, you'll figure it out, right? There's a whole just, curriculum on, um, and I'm trying to remember where I found it, and they might have discontinued it. It was either like on the like war college website or like my Navy portal where you go for the leadership stuff or something. But there was like a bunch of zip files. I have them on my H drive. The The chief one doesn't chief training. Like yet. it's like mess training. Yeah. But then the chief yeah, course yeah, yeah. that you're thinking of maybe is like, that's going to be the way I'm understanding it. Yet. It doesn't totally exist yet. And even when it does, my understanding is that NLEC is going to come teach that. I think it's yes. not going to be like, yeah, it's not going to be like somebody like me no. after I become a facilitator. Well, so there's like a course that you would go through. Yeah. You make E4, 5, and 6. Right. They're creating one for seven. For chiefs. Yeah. Yep. And which is awesome. But right now they're certified to like the dude that, that's in my office teaches, mm -hmm. he's certified to teach the four, five, and six one, mm -hmm. uh, which is like foundational. Intermediate, intermediate, and advanced. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Anyways, it is, yeah. right. It's a four, five, six class. I don't know why they right, got to right, come right. up with a crazy name. Just call <laughs> it four, five, six. Uh, and then, but they made a point of like, yeah, you're not. Not that he's not certified to teach the seven version. It just doesn't exist yeah. yet. I and think I don't know how that'll roll out once it yeah. does. But I think they're shooting themselves in the foot a little bit with the way that they're doing this facilitator crap. Because even before COVID, they couldn't keep enough facilitators to make more facilitators certified because originally you could get master it's called like master uh naval leadership development course or whatever it's like the one where you can make facilitators yeah, yeah. And initially they were doing like area cmcs or cobs like there was a couple poster cobs that i'm sure do you say they would do those those right. guys initially they could get certified to make facilitators and there was like two people that did it but then their qual lapsed somehow or something and then they couldn't make more and I don't know why. And I, I probably was because they went to this. No, NLEC staff has to do it. And I'm like, but there's no NLEC staff here. So it's like, what are we doing? Well, it's like they're making it harder to roll out than they need to because all I need to like, I could learn on the Internet. What all I need to learn is the structure, because even if you look at like, yep. even if there were prereqs, like I've got the instructor call, I've got my MTS, like I've been doing this forever. Oh, by the way, I'm a master chief like. I, come on like i don't Congrats, need to learn thanks man <laughs> it's still real weird like when people yeah. my chop goes out of my way to call me mass sheep nine times on every phone call and it freaks me <laughs> out but uh the like i don't need you to teach me leadership things which is kind of i'm contradicting myself a little bit so like yeah maybe on a large scale maybe we do but like i there's people out there that you could just be like, okay, you're going to be a facilitator. Yeah, Maybe yeah. they're being tight fisted about it for the exact reasons that I'm always complaining about on this podcast is like, they want to <laughs> teach the leadership stuff and be like, no, this is how we want it done and all that stuff. And that's actually kind of great. It just feels like, like they're making it harder, like a little harder than it needs to be to get people certified as facilitators and actually get the course rolled out. Based on the yeah. communications I've had recently where I've been trying to get certified because I signed up for one and I'm going to have to travel like greater than 50 miles to get to this class, too, which I think yeah. is ridiculous. But it is what it is. It's the only one that's local ish. So I'm going to drive forever and get a hotel room with another guy and we're going to go to the class. But um, and then there's not another one for a while. So it's like there's going to be two on on the whole base, I think, unless there's some other people that are trying to p create one locally and do like a local convening, which is cool. I didn't know that was happening until I signed up for the other one. I was like, whatever, I'll just go to the one I'm planning on going to. 
Um, well, that was a lot easier for me to get travel money than it is other people, which shouldn't be real either, but that's another yeah. discussion for another time. But, um, yeah, so I, I'll get the facilitator class done, but it's like, it's, it seems like it sh- should be more available. Like what, I don't understand what's taking so long to man up the Enlix staff on all these bases, even with COVID, you know what I mean? Like if well, we're going to put a debt here and put a debt there, it's been over a year. There's like, well, a, let's go. so of the, I told you earlier, there's, we have three people that are certified to do the train, the trainer. Yeah. Uh, originally it was two. And the last time they did a course, they trained one dude. Right. So one of the dudes I've known him for a decade. Uh, awesome dude. But mm. he also is retiring. He goes on terminal in like November, months, December. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like literally in like right. two to three months. Uh, then you have our CMC, which Who's it kind of makes really sense busy. when they said, it, yeah. When they said like who it was, right? When they said like knowing him, it was like, okay, well, that. Yeah, that checks. Yeah. And then there's one other guy that we had at the command. He was at the command forever. Now he's on a boat in the area. So he's still in the area. But um, while he was here, I thought he just was in charge of like some in-rate stuff. And I didn't, it didn't register like how often he traveled and all that. But he traveled like literally probably the entire Eastern seaboard. Yeah. And all he did was show up to areas and teach that course and then like yeah. try to certify people. So yeah. he was like, that's great. At the time he was one of two people. One was our CMC and one was this one random chief. And his whole job was to travel all over the Eastern seaboard. He was in DC right. a lot and he was constantly just like teaching people how to train this. So like, yeah. I only say that as a, somebody seems to be making an effort like they're trying yeah. to do that but there's just so few people right that it's always a slow rolling start right. because that guy is one person who's trans mm-hmm. he's all over the place he can only do so much and then right but the, you know who so who certified the people that are making the master facilitator people like no it's idea. like it was a bunch of CMCs in a room that read the curriculum and said, now we know things and the, you know what I mean? And now we can bless people to be best. Well, like I doubt there was any course le- or whatever that they went to. They're just yeah. high level CMCs that went to the senior list Academy. And so they're just like, you're good. And that's it was, okay. I, I asked one of them that. And then from the most part, mm-hmm. it was less going through the course. Cause that's basically what it is, right? You sit through the course yeah. But it's while you're going through it, you're going through a specialized version of almost like you're on the other side of that two way mirror and you're right. watching what's going on. And you go, this is when you need to say this. This is when you need to interject this. This is the point right. that you're driving home. So you have to have somebody go through the course mm-hmm. and then you have to have them like watch the way it's taught so that right. you catch on to what you're supposed to say. Right. Same with right. most any other great. course that you would teach. Yeah. And but like that. That just takes time, and I'm, I don't I'm know for my small circle that I, I work yeah. and live in, right? Like, time is not exactly a thing that yeah, we have I'm, a lot of. <laughs> I'm probably underestimating the impact of COVID on it too, because like I knew it was gonna like come to a screeching halt as soon as all this happened, and I just thought it would. I like detailing people to a location to do a thing. I'm like, we could have done that, right? And then those people are 
but able person, to teach right, like, the facilitator, a command facilitator course. So. But that rate doesn't exist. You know what I mean? But the like, billets doing that. I, like so, it's not no, a but rate, point but is, like no. But my point is that yeah, means yeah. you're taking away from a rate, and with as undermanned as I feel like most rates are mm, recently. Okay, yeah, but it doesn't have to be a submariner. So there's definitely no. rates that have surplus. So, but I, I mean, Let's yeah, go. Oh, across the navy there are. <laughs> but I'm just saying that, know. like, I'm with you. I I feel like this the submarine navy can't be the only portion that's feeling no, not at all garbage man. Yeah. Right. So like it takes the right person in the right place at the right Fair point at the right time. Fair point. Fair point. It's not as I mean, like we don't have this massive surplus just laying around yeah. somewhere that. Hey, that's you got a crusty mass chief in, in Washington state. That's looking to teach leadership. I'm just saying, <laughs> let's go. Dude, speaking let's of go. crusty and old. Yeah. When I read that, uh, so I got, I saw an email. So you posted recently the, mm-hmm. uh, the chief guidance that came out from. Nick well, Craig. so I, I gooned well, it yeah. up and posted the wrong link, just assuming <laughs> that if they sent it out to all these CMCs that they had updated the website, whoops, I'm a right. little mad at them for making me look silly, but I also should have checked, but yeah, I well, posted it as, as pictures. As an IT I definitely laughed because the link that you posted says 2020 in like two different right. places. I know. I'm dumb. So, I are cook. Cooks. I burn stew. Leave me alone. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Chuck Wagon. Yeah. Um, so. Beanies and weenies. <laughs> um, but in, so I just got an email from ours that was the, the email that he sent out to the. I don't like know, command CMCs, us. It's like the leadership. Me- it, it goes to whatever. the, what they call it, the Mick Pond's leadership mess. It's a bunch of like high level flag CMCs. And then it gets pushed down from there. Anyways. Cause so, I got yeah. it sent to me last year, the whole email that came with it. And yeah. Right. yeah. So his email that came with it though, which like it is what it is, right? He yeah. Just, yeah. It says like, Hey, I'm sending you this attachment. Please yep. put it out. Disseminate. And then and- a couple of motivating statements and yep. it is what it is, right? Nothing yep. special. But what I thought was crazy to me is he said, in my 24th and final year in the Navy. Uh-huh. And I went, yo, the Mick 24. Pond? Wow. It's, that's what I said. He's 12. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I went, like, I don't, I mean like good for him. Right. Like, yeah. Hey, whatever. But, but it's still, that can't like, be right. Yo, I know a lot of people have s- been in for more than 24 years. I've been in for 20. I could be the Mick Pond in four years. Like, what the heck is happening yeah, there? No. I'm looking about the Facebook stock and look for service stripes. I wonder if that's a typo. It's got to be 34. He, but continue. In his email, he wrote in my no 24th way. and final year. And no. I that's of all of the things that the McPond says in this email, right? I froze just to stop. Uh, and let like, me go to his good website. Good for him, man. There's that's no that's just, way. That can't be from possible. day one, that guy's been killing it. I guarantee that you he was an RPOC in boot camp. That can't. <laughs> <laughs> you're probably right but also that can't be real it's gotta be 34 no. it's gotta be i'm gonna check the website but continue there's no way so i don't know no that was the end of it but oh. <laughs> one of the things that i wanted to tell you that uh mm. i think is amazing that clicked a while ago so i've told you a while ago one of the one of my dumb ideas for a podcast that i think is mm. like my most reasonable idea that's not totally saturated and taken yet or yeah. it's i don't know it might be saturated every 
podcast thing is saturated, but yeah, he went to San Diego RTC in 1988. So not 24 years. <laughs> typo. I hard typo. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Podcast ideas. Um, so one of the things that I thought was super intriguing was it's called the Dunning Kruger curve. Yeah. Dunning Kruger effect. Dunning Kruger yeah, thing. Chart yeah. curve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Effect, whatever. Right. So like the idea being uh, when you know a little bit about something, your confidence is super high, but then yeah. as you learn more about it, you realize yep. you don't really know that much about it and, you, and <laughs> yeah. your confidence drops way Sounds off. Sounds like the chief's like, mess. I'm just saying. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's literally like, and I started thinking about it and I was like, that's, that's like us. I, I, it's a hundred percent us. And that yeah. was one of the, like I was sitting in that class, like I was telling you about, and I started off by telling everybody like, Hey, I, I know what I know, but I'm conscious of like that theory or effect or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, I know that that exists. And since then I've caught myself like, yeah, I feel like I know what I'm talking about, but then I'm like, ah, do I though? Or do I just right. know just enough that I think I know what I'm talking about? Right. And so that's kind of how I preface that class is like, Hey, there's probably a lot that I definitely don't know about that you guys can a hundred percent like teach this better than me or yeah. talk about things that are smarter than what I would talk about. And I definitely use that. Um, if for no other reason, then I need class engagement and time to drink coffee while they're talking. Right. But, but it's still like, it was an interesting effect. Like since I've thought about that, I've, I've tried to be more aware of those times in like what I'm talking about. Like, do I really know yeah. what I'm talking? Like, am I really this yeah. confident because I actually know what I'm saying? Because right. you know, obviously at some point you become like an expert in something and your confidence goes back yeah. up because but it's still one of those yeah. that well, it's, middle, it's like an upside down bell curve basically. Yeah. Cause I would think that too that like cause if you think like from the perspective of like submariners or like um that we pride know, ourselves like, on being like experts right, in everything when you, yeah, but like, and we drill and train and like do all these things to become experts so that the water stays out of the people tank and we don't die. But like you kind of, there's a certain, and it might be just cultural and not related to like right. your competence, right. Where it's just like, we're kind of a little arrogant too. <laughs> and, uh, oh, for sure. But yeah, I also, I kind of like what you were saying. What's interesting too, is cause you're, that's another footnote. Um, you're you're significantly behind me in like years and experience to the point where okay, I would calm think down. I would think. Well, I'm just saying like <laughs> you're like what five or six years behind me, something like that. That's a, that's not well, nothing. It's 25 percent of a career. Significant. All right. Those Whatever. You know, my point around. being, I'm trying to make Baby you face. feel younger than you are. All right. <laughs> hey, just because I age like George Clooney doesn't mean I'm not old. You're like maybe a year salty. You can't be more than two years older than me. I'm 38 as of yesterday. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. I, I, ah, told, you I told you. So I'm not saying I'm it again. That's fine. Well, I turned 37 in two months. Well, that's so. just because you joined the Navy late, though. Because how long, You're how like, many years do you have in? Uh, how many years do you have in the Navy? 14 and a half. 14. So you're six and you're six years behind me. Five and a half. In, I'll give in you that. Navy half. years. You're five and a half in Navy years. My Not point is, years, whatever, man. And maybe that's why that you are where you are. Can I compliment you now? Shut up. 
I was going to say that I wouldn't expect you being where you are in your progression, and but it might be because of life years that you are where you are is like that I would expect, I, I was linked to the concept to experience, right? That the more t- time I spent, cause I'm a chief at nine and a half years and I've been a chief longer than I, than I've been a blue shirt at this point. And yeah. so I linked it to like the more time I got to do this, the more things I figured out and the more I learned and whatever. Yeah, and yeah. so that's why I got to a point where there was some self-actualization and just uh, the ability to step back and be like, maybe I don't know anything or like maybe I'm at least open to listening to other people's ideas and being proven wrong and all those things. And it's not, it's not like a hit to my ego and I'm not going to get defensive and all those other things. But I, it was more for me linked to experience where I think that like, it really probably is just, I've learned a lot too. Like I've spent a lot of time learning and so it wouldn't really matter. Oh, I think I lost Bob. And something about how awesome I am for that's being in the not what was like happening at all. Minutes. We lost internet, but um, well, Bob <laughs> lost internet. I don't lose internet now. I'm probably going I don't to. understand um, how either as an IT. I know, right? You'd think. I mean, the cook chief can keep his internet up, so I'm and I'm hardwired, hardwired too for that reason. And yeah. I have a wife, like the Wi-Fi, yeah, uh, antenna and the Wi-Fi router, which is also hardwired. Is yep. like right They're next to the mic six inches from each other <laughs> yeah and i don't like i usually keep the wi-fi shut off because i think it the computer works better that way like i on my computer i shut it off because it's hardwired but yeah it shouldn't be an Maybe like an like actual it can tell me so Probably. here's the thing right so back like my main point uh is unless that or i don't know maybe it's related to what you're saying but um back to that dunning kruger right effect is I, even though I may not have, you know, I'm not some super fancy master chief, uh, that's been in for 20 years, but I know, I do know what I know and what I don't know. I fake it like, just like everything else in the Navy, right? Fake it till you make it. Uh, the statement that you always hear on, on the boat is yeah. like, don't let knowledge get in the get way, in the of, way of qualifications. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy to me, but yeah. because that's, that's what we tell everybody. Mostly. But yeah. then as, as soon as somebody screws something up that they're qualified to do, we just hang them for it yeah. and tell them that yeah. you were qualified that, so you should have known. Right, and then they do anyways, upgrades and yeah. Yeah, but but my point is like, I've always, I don't necessarily feel, I gradually feel more confident in my points of view on things based on successful people that I see who have similar points of view. So Hmm. the people, what I mean is like, I'll have my thoughts on something. Right. And I may, I don't know, like I'll look at something. I complain a lot like everybody else. Um, The big difference is I've just learned when to complain and who to complain to, as opposed to everybody and all the time. Right. I was more junior. uh, So like there's certain, there's a time and a place, but regardless, like, I'll have my thoughts on something and I, I'm sometimes maybe not all the time, but like I may not always be the most a popular opinion. Like I don't have the room behind me when I have yeah. my thoughts on something. Right. But, and so part of my thoughts for a long time were like, maybe I'm just not doing it right. Maybe I'm just not getting it. Maybe something's not clicking, whatever it is. And then as I go on though, I find other successful people who have very similar or the same or whatever my thought or yeah. uh, thought process. And I'm like, maybe 
like maybe it's not me maybe it's the children yeah (laughs) define successful people like who do you mean uh and I mean, in my small world, right? Like yeah. I see other CMCs, okay. other yeah, people yeah. that are getting picked up for things, right? Like that's what I thought you meant, but that, I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not like, not like celebrities or like. No, <laughs> like, like I saw somebody on TV that thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought you meant that, but I just wanted to make sure so that people listening would understand. Yeah, yeah, no, well, and so then there's others like so every once in a while I'll go in this weird stint where you go down like YouTube rabbit holes, mm-hmm. right? And uh, last season, I don't know how I didn't know about him beforehand, right? But uh, what's his name? Simon. Cynic. Yeah. 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 Uh, somebody turned me onto that because me and you had a conversation. Yeah. We were talking about like, pe- like one of the common things that everybody hates on Chiefs for, right? And I can't blame them. I laugh at the same stuff, but like, why do they have like special parking or why right, do they have right. whatever, right? And you could like you could stretch and try to find some sort of justification for why they need like just using special parking as an example. Right. Right. Um, But in reality, like it's not that person that deserves it. It's not whatever. Right. And so that guy has a really good speech. If anybody's interested, it's like really the, the video is really short. It's like the styrofoam cup. Yeah. Yeah, The styrofoam cup. one, Right. That's a great video. And so my CMC told me, I, I brought that up to him and I was talking to him and I'm like, what, like, what's your take on this? Like, why do we get anything special? Right. And so he told me to look up the star styrofoam cup video. So mm-hmm. I looked it up and I was like, Oh shit. Like a lot of this makes sense now. Yeah. Like, it's not right. And then once you realize that, then like, I don't know, a lot of other things kind of clicked with me, but, um, but my point was more of when you, like I have this idea of what I think somebody should be. And then I see successful people within the military that have similar mindsets. And so I'm like, okay, well it is possible to do good things and have a similar mindset as to what I have. Yeah. Obviously I need to be refined a little bit. And then I see like this guy, like Simon Sinek who just does leadership talks and he's just gets, he makes his money off of speeches. Right. And like, he knows what he's talking about clearly. Um, and a lot of his speeches, oddly enough, have to do with the Navy, but you, I don't think he was ever in. I don't think it has to do with that. It's he's just, done a lot he worked of, around Navy people. Yeah. He's done a lot with like seals and stuff. And then he did, he's done talks at the Naval Academy and yeah, I think it's just people like grabbed him and he went and did speeches and yeah, it turned yeah. into like kind of a, a kind of a niche. Like I, I know I, like he's super famous and a lot, a lot of people know about him and he sells a lot of books. Yeah. So I don't think it's limited to that, but he has done a lot with the Navy. No, but there's yeah. like a couple of other speeches I've seen where he's referenced like the same, some admiral that he's dealt mm-hmm. with a bunch. And yeah, that's what part of that speech has to deal with uh, somebody that was, yeah, it was like a defense military to some extent. Yeah. Secretary yeah. of defense or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the undersecretary, which, whatever, that's some made-up thing. Somebody that makes way more than me that does political things. But regardless, I look at people like that, and I'm like, oh, well, these are all successful people that have similar mindsets of what I have. They verbalize it much better and more polished than what I would say, yeah. right? But um, I I see those things, and I'm like, oh, well, maybe I'm not crazy with right. what I'm doing, right? Right which just increases my 
Dunning Kruger effect. Like I don't actually know what I'm talking about. Right. It just, I just go up the ladder of like, clearly I know what I'm talking about because somebody else agrees with that. I'm smart. Yeah, Yeah. Even though there might be other, probably it, it could even be outnumbering me as far as people that completely disagree with me, they're equally successful. Right. Yeah. Um, and there's no one way to skin a cat. But, yeah. But it's more of one of those, you know, you fake it till you make it, you know, don't let knowledge get in the way of quals. Don't let, you know, but it's very much of the same way we make chiefs. Right. We tell everybody like throughout the chief season, you talk several times about, uh, at least a couple of times in different lessons is like, tell me about somebody that you like, or you don't like so a chief right. that inspired you or a chief that you hated or whatever. Right. Yeah. And you, what did you learn from them? Blah, blah, blah. And with that, I look back at like, I, I've always just thought of like this, if this is how I feel about things, right. At this point, I got it. 14 years isn't joined, <laughs> went to boot camp in 88. Right. Yeah. But, but still the point is like, I, I'm not drastically changing who I am at this point. In my right. Career. So then it's like, okay, well, how do I polish this? Cause clearly there are people who are successful with similar mindsets. They've just found a way to polish that up and, and be successful doing that. Right. Yeah. You don't, not everybody is the same way. We don't want that. Yada, yada, yada. So then I just look at, okay, I need to polish up the way I present my complaints how do i do that without like staying true to myself so when something comes across like i actually believe what i'm trying to say to people right and then is that like is that a successful path forward like whatever my thought is like am i just straight swimming upstream or am i just not the popular kid well what's weird is not being the popular kid but yeah there's I find myself a lot of what we do is just mimicking what somebody else told us. Or yeah. What we've heard that we're like, we latch on to, right? Everything is just, but yeah, it's like an, after an analysis happens and you're like, Oh, I really like that. Or I think that works or whatever. Cause like I've, yeah. I've found that at like at the, I, at the beginning, I, like when I was a baby chief and even an LPO, I was, I was more looking. Cause I feel like, like kind of Dunning a Kruger like, or Dunning Kruger. I think I said a uh, Kruger. I don't know what yeah, I don't know what just happened. Whatever. I think I had a stroke. So I said Dunning Kruger like or esque is like at the very beginning of my career, I thought I knew everything because everybody does. Like I was a second class that right. obviously knew everything and was ready to take over the world. And then yeah, when I became an LPO, I had that like, oh God, I don't know anything at moment where right. I started to like then then that was more like a, I was looking around the room trying to see what everybody else was doing and be like, Am I doing this right? <laughs> yeah. And then a lot of my like initial chiefs tours like that too. And I had a lot of awesome people teach me luckily, but then I got into this moment and, and I, that's, what's weird is I think a lot of chiefs do. I got, I, th- I had this moment where I was like, something's wrong here. Like this isn't how this is supposed to be. And yeah. I, so then I, that's when I, and I've always had that questioning attitude where I challenge everything all the time. And so it's almost like I started applying some of that like second class, skepticism and and just questioning attitude to what i was what was happening now and i it's i've said to a lot of uh i've had a lot of second classes and first classes that reminded me of me were super mouthy and like just calling yeah, yeah, everything yeah. like calling calling a everything as they saw it and like they were a lot of times they were right and i would tell them like for somebody that i had to talk to about their attitude and the way they approach certain things 
I also would generally, and one of them is a senior chief right now, and she's awesome. Uh, one of my instructors, she was a first class when she left. And, and I told her when she left, and we didn't really... I don't think she liked me then. Like, I think it was one of those, like, I don't think she understood what I was trying to do there where I like, I knew she was going to be a good chief, but, and I, I told her more common than people yeah, realize though. for sure. And I, I told her at her going away thing, we did like quarters, did her end of tour and I, and I, everybody kind of, if they wanted yeah, to say yeah. something. And I just said, I'm like that your, your at thing that like that attitude that people have such a problem with a lot of the times is going to serve you really well when you're a chief. And, you, and I'm confident you'll be one very soon, but it was like that your willingness to just push back and question everything and not take yeah, any crap yeah. from any like you're going to be the best advocate ever for your sailors like you're already doing it now. And she because there was a lot of, she did a lot of good things, too, but she would often find herself in moments. And so did I like in, in those moments where she said something that was a little too much for a first class that was in the position she was in and she was saying it to the wrong person and often like she would say it to me and it's like, I'm not going to yell at her. Like I'm going to sit her down and be like, all right, let's talk, you know, and we're going to work through that. But, um, but yeah, it was like, I I think that I started applying that even more so now, like where I'm just like, no, that's not supposed to be like that. And I was often the, like you were saying, like the lonely guy in the room where I'm saying, I'm the only one saying, no, this is not supposed to be this way. And it was weird because I wasn't, I was just so bullheaded about it. I'm like, I'm not, which my parents will not be shocked by at all, but I wouldn't let it go. I was just like, abs, like, no, this is not how it's supposed to be. And I did it a lot on my last boat when I first got into that mess because it was a dumpster fire. But, and like, I wasn't the only one that knew it. And eventually like my CEO and XO pulled me aside and they're like, Oh, thank God you're here. <laughs> you know, like here's yeah. the, here's what we see too. Yeah. And we thought it was just us. And it was kind of a similar conversation, but I was like, no, this is a dumpster fire. This should not be happening this way. Started freaking out. And so they started leaning heavily on me. And then we got a new cob and a bunch of new department chiefs. And then it just like took a well, big so turn like, in the right direction. That's like a good like example of something that I've kind of learned recently with it is I if I'm in a huge group, I'm the, I'm not the one that will like stand up and tell everybody else in the room that they're idiots and they're wrong, but I'll lean over to the dude next to me and be like, yeah, it depends. Everybody here is stupid, right? Like, yeah, I'm not the one to speak, to vocalize that often. Yeah. But I a hundred percent have that opinion. And if I talk to people one (laughs) on one, like a hundred percent, I will do nothing but complain loudly. I'm the guy that you lean over and say something to. And then I'd stand up and be like, what the, no, like I, it depends on what it is, but But, there's definitely a time where like it, when it crosses a certain threshold, I'm going to jump out of my chair and like lose. Right. Right. But, but what I mean is that like, I've slowly learned that like, I'll see something happen and I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah. Why are we doing this? This doesn't make sense, but I won't say anything right away. Right. And I'll wait and I'm like, maybe I'm missing something. I'll think about it and then we'll start doing it. Yeah. And then, you know, for argument's sake, like a week later, it'll come back and they'll be like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. This is actually what we should have done. Right. And I'm like, that's what I was thinking the whole time. Well, the and the and, danger. And that's when I go like, yeah, I maybe I, I should have said something right off the bat. Like, like I should have just spoke my mind. Yeah. And what. But, you can ask questions in that moment to like yeah. clarify it and confirm that it is what you think and then say, well, what about this? I, kind of, yeah. I think generally my problem, at least personally, right. Is that I have my initial reaction. Right. And then in my head and I think like, all right, this is my initial reaction. 
but like, does this make sense? What do sense? I not know? Yeah. Yeah. What, what don't I know? Is this like some like angry E5 in me that's like angry about something <laughs> unjustifiably? Right. Am I like just complaining to complain because that's what I do? Or does this like, maybe this is a legitimate complaint that like somebody, not even that I'm the first one to think of it. I'm not even remotely trying to say that I'm the first guy to complain about something or think that something is wild. Right. Just that I'm the one that's like willing to throw myself on the line. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm willing to put myself at the mercy of the court by saying, <laughs> Hey, I appreciate what you're trying to get done, but I think you're an idiot. Yeah. And this is what should happen. Right. Cause every like good mess needs that. Right. Person, right. And, and, I don't think that that always, and it's not even just a good mess, right? Like every <laughs> command needs that person yeah, for sure. or people, right? Because there's definitely times where like, because of that, and I don't know if it's because of necessarily people that I work with now, or if it's because I imagine that who I am works for me yeah. now. Like the, the, the hypothetical me as an E5 or an E6 is working for me now. And I don't know that they do. I don't know that I have any people at this moment that are, quite like me maybe i do but yeah. um but we'll come up with some plan like some radical plan on how we're going to change something big to you know solve some magical problem and i'll uh, we go through it like i overthink it 12 different ways right i'll print out like three different koas on a chart <laughs> and i look at it like does this make sense before uh, i present this because somebody like in my head i'm sitting in the back of the room like this guy's an idiot what is he doing <laughs> And so, like, I, I want to make sure, like, I quiet the the me in the back right, of the room right. when I present anything. And I'm never going to do that entirely, right? But, yeah. Um, but it's just, it's interesting because there's that, like I said, the, the further I go, the more people you meet, the more people you see be successful in the Navy or do something that you want to do, whether or not it's, like, objectively a higher pay grade or whatever. You see somebody and you're like, yeah that like you're a good person for that position. Right. And if you're able to do that and I think like you do, then that means that I'm able to do that. Yeah. So I'm not crazy then, you know, like, yeah, yeah. uh, like Tony, right? Like he yeah. just got picked up for command senior chief. Yep. Um, he was on here before, right. As like the previous detailer. So I'm not like totally diamond out. Oh, he doesn't care. People, whatever. He yeah. really doesn't, <laughs> but he's a dude that like, it's funny, right? Because throughout the season, they always, they told us to pick like who our favorite chief was, right? Yeah, somebody that we've met, and and I picked him, which is weird because usually it's some guy. It's like, oh, it's my first chief, or this some right. whoever, like somebody in the yeah. days of yore. It's not somebody that's currently in your mess that you're talking about usually, but he was a dude that like I always respected him because he always just said, like he didn't have that like. Oh, I don't know. This might affect my rankings. Yeah, this might, yeah. He just said what he was was on his mind. Yeah, right. And yeah. And you know, it, whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. And so, because of that, I always looked at that as like, oh, I really like the idea of just actually saying whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. And I wonder and, if he said it like when he first made chief, because like he was he was definitely as a first class when I knew him. Um, which I mean, I've known him the whole time, I guess. But like when I worked right. with him. Um, right, right. he was definitely vocal. Um, but like, I don't, 
And I wonder if once he made Chief, if he was the same kind of vocal. And he was probably pretty comfortable with those guys. So he may have been. But like I know when I when I went into the mess and stay, I stayed on the same submarine, um, I definitely like was a sit back, watch, wait, listen, like try to right. figure out what's going on, read the room, whatever. Right. And it was just because it was such a top heavy mess. And I was really intimidated by a lot of those guys back then. And I just didn't yeah. want to screw anything up. But then as time went on, I definitely became the guy in the room that was like saying the things that um, that no more one else wanted thought, to say. Or, nobody else would say. Right. And and I found myself more and more like pushing myself, too, because like I don't want to be the one that takes a face punch. But like I will if I have to. Yeah. Like I feel like there's a thing that needs to be said bad enough. Um, And I a lot of times it was me just asking questions. And certain times it was like, oh, that's a really great question. And other times like I've got I have probably told the stories, but like I there's been stuff where like I just said a thing and I had a CEO that just like blew a gasket and started destroying me in the cheese course in front of all the chiefs. And I'm just like, what? I, and I was like confused. And I was like, sorry, sir, poor choice of words. Like, and it was cause I said the, the thing we were talking about, I said, I guarantee they're not planning on doing this this way because of right. my experience, whatever else. Okay. Can I guarantee it? Well, I'm underwater on nuclear power. Of course not. It was, I was clearly exaggerating, but he just decided yeah, that yeah. that was like this, huge egregious infraction that i use the word guarantee and he lost his mind and i was sitting there and i'm like not a fan of hyperbole i'm like what did i do like i understand i'm like okay you don't like the word guarantee my bad poor choice of words and i said it and i'm like sorry sir poor choice of words and he just like had a meltdown and then walked out and slammed the door i'm like okay transients kill number one number two <laughs> why are you flipping out for no reason because like yeah. I didn't uh, okay I get it I can't guarantee anything because duh like I think we all I think that's implied so like I was just exp- using a word and using hyperbole to express my confidence in the fact that I was right and it turns out I was shocking so I'm like well, wh- I mean yeah, I, it was weird but it was like there were times where that would happen too and I'm just like you know it is what it is because my cob like he didn't like it either and I'd tell him all the time when he's being an idiot and it's like sometimes he would accept it a lot. He was a lot better about accepting it when no one was around. But if I questioned him in front of people, he would like snap at me, even though he knew I was right. And I'm well, like, well, the game. yeah, I guess this is what we're doing. Like, OK. But so that's that's another interesting point, though, is that like people assume uh, rank makes you right in a weird way. I, right? Yeah. So like which, or you at least always, have to appear that. Yeah. Well, that's like the stupid old joke, right? Of like, you see floating around every once in a while, of like rule number one, chief's always right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and which is funny. Cause like rule number one, chief's right. Like 60% of the time, <laughs> maybe 55. I mean, but, yeah, but depending on the person, right. Yeah. But like, it's a, it's and, a scale. and again, that's it's all a gradient. Pen, yeah. Yeah. It's a bell curve. Yeah, there's a spectrum. Uh, <laughs> but but like the idea is like when you see COs, you're like, people just assume like, well, you're like the captain of. You have to whatever. know everything, right? Like you've <laughs> got to. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, just you a might person actually also be fallible, mm-hmm. you know? And like that's a weird realization. And then yeah. you realize like, hey, not that I don't respect what you say or do or whatever, I'm still gonna do what you want. Like you are still the name on the line. However. 
I still just think that you're wrong, right? Yeah. And then a lot of that's just tacked on how you deal with it and whatever. And there's all the politics involved with that. But um, it's just, it's one of those, we had somebody, we have a chief that struggles a lot yeah. uh, with at, at our command. And we feel really bad for him. We kind of took him under our wing mm-hmm. and we've done... We're, we're like his only fans in his corner, right? That's Everybody good. else is kind Weird of Weird choice of words, off. but that's good. It, it See is, what I did there? We, no? Okay, keep moving. We uh, are... Somebody will, like, make a constant, like, oh, well, you know, of course you screwed it up because it's who he is. And right. it's like, hey, listen, man, like, yeah. he's doing... You know, and then we have to get in there and, like, start defending him about a lot of things. And luckily, with where we me and the other guy in my office with where we are at in the command, us defending him carries some weight, which is good for him. Kind of frustrating that that's what it takes. Right. But, uh, you know, the general, not that I like, I'm some all knowing whatever, uh, far from the senior guy in the command, but, um, we've just, We've done enough good things that people are like, okay, well, okay let's just call it what it is. We all know you're CMC's favorite. So by virtue of you being CMC's right-hand man, when you say something, it carries more weight. I wish. No, yeah. I definitely don't. It's I all- do see things similar to him very yeah. often. However, I'm by no means the only, nor the highest performing. Whatever, <laughs> right? Like if I, if I were to rank our quarters today, I would, yeah, but you're Maybe not being our top them. five. You're not ranking them. You're an unqualified evaluator of yourself. So, Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I, no, it's, I would put myself in the top five, yeah. but I would definitely not say the top three. Okay, number one. Um, um, no, I think definitely it's not. I think it's cool that you guys are actually handling that that way because that's not normally how that happens. Like when you start describing it, I'm like, oh, here we go. Another story of us eating our own, you know, like. No, like this is one that we very much like, hey man, this guy's not an idiot, right? Yeah. Like he had to make chief for a reason. Right. The hard part is the way the Navy is, is you make chief based off of your performance as a first class. As a first class, they Ooh. look at technical expertise. Did you, right? Like everything is a checkbox. Yeah. Did you qualify this? Did you, were you, did you stay in this position? Were you an LPO? And did you, qualify whatever you're supposed to qualify yeah if so then objectively you should probably be ranked fairly high yeah all those things combined means you are now qualified to make chief i mean so as soon as you make chief right that doesn't mean that you're necessarily a good leader it just means you're a good technician depending on the rate i mean the the and so we have there's a it's a quota driven system that's the rub so like there's definitely people that get selected that and i don't want to say like they shouldn't have but like maybe like they weren't quite ready yet but because it was a big year they find themselves there a little earlier than is probably ideal and then you find them that's but the point is like whether that's the reasoning or not right? right they're still somebody's chief yep and so our point is we talk to guys a lot of times like sometimes this divisional try to make like a backhanded comment or something mm-hmm. about him. Like, well, you know, like he's kind of an idiot and we're like, Hey man, yeah, stop. He's clearly not. Well, however, yeah, to, to become a chief, you don't necessarily have to be a great leader. 
Yeah. But, and which is why, like in my head, I want to be a, like my goal is to be a senior chief because I look at senior chiefs as somebody who has proven themselves as a leader, not as a good technician, not as right. a good whatever. Right. And because like the number one criteria that you look at as a chief is your leadership ability and blah, blah, blah. Right. And so in my head, it's like, that's what a good chief is a senior chief. Right. Which is weird and messed up. Right. But, uh, because you're all chiefs. Right. And whatever. Well, but making chief my, like, not that I'm trying to detract from it. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a good leader. Right. You're good at what you, what your job is at that point, And then they give you the next rank and then you have to now do that. So whether or not you like how well you perform as a chief tells me more than the fact that you made chief. But yeah. that was why I was saying like that when I look at people that have, that do well, that have similar mindsets, like one of the dudes he made chief two years after me mm-hmm. or a year, something like that. Right. So like whatever, theoretically he's junior to me or, he's a chief and we're all chiefs and there's no such thing as rank in the chief's quarters and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but which is kind of true, but not true. Nah, yeah. But, but reality though, like I look at him and I'm like, yo, I want to be like that guy, even though he's junior to me, he's been in half the amount of time right. that I've been in. Like, I don't even know if he's hit, he's definitely not a gold grow of anything wow. at this point, but I look at him, I'm like, yo, that dude's killing it. Yeah. And He's doing it well. He's doing it right. He's putting in the work. He's got the, like the people behind him. He like his opinions. I agree with. Yeah. And he's one of the guys running the season with me this year, but it's funny because like, even though he's technically junior to me, he's still a dude that I look up to like a hundred percent should outrank me. But I look at him and I'm like, that's a dude that like, yeah, I want to be like that guy. Yeah. Like, I don't care if he's not even eligible, you know, like, right. sure, I didn't I didn't put on a star this year. I by no means was expecting to, but he wasn't even eligible to. Yeah. And so it seems weird that, like, I would look up to a dude who's junior to, to me. I mean, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, maybe it's weird. Maybe it's not. But in my head, it's like, that's not what I'm supposed to do, right? I'm supposed to look I mean, up to. Yeah, whatever. You're just identifying know. positive traits in a person, really, like. Right. But it's just one of those, like I said earlier, like I look at people that are successful at what they do. And of course you just like any other echo chamber and on Facebook and anywhere else, right. You, you latch onto the people that agree with you. Yeah. And so it's comforting for me to find people that I agree with Yeah, that are also successful. Right. Right. Not necessarily like, yeah, I, I like that dude. Like he's got some good points Yeah, that, you know, ITS three that's in the corner. that's like disgruntled and getting out of right. the Navy. Right. Like, I mean, they're valuable too. Not that yeah. I don't disagree with those guys, but yeah. like the people that I look up to aren't necessarily like, they're not all just fleets. You right. Know? Right. Not right. Just like latching on to like, Oh, I'm like, he's got two stars. So I love everything he says. Yeah. Like, you hate half there's of plenty of times so where you fine. tell those people. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get so too far. Of people yeah. That like, before we get Barely. too far past it, I wanted to, so you mentioned earlier with the guy that's struggling, right? And like how you yeah. guys have to have to like advocate for him and defend him and, and try to help him get better and everything. Like, 
I think about that a lot as far as like, so not just like the chiefs that get into that are, are in the mess already. Right. But also like, mm-hmm. so we're about to select a bunch about to go through the season. And so when I was reading through that season uh, memo that came out, like one of the things that I thought was really interesting was that there's a line that's added that I'm going to just pretend in my mind that uh, Mick Pond listens to this podcast and he stole it from me, but that's probably not what happened. He's probably just smarter <laughs> than me. But yeah, he probably just learned some stuff from 1988 until now. But so it says the focus of our season is preparing our newest chiefs to enter the mess, not screening them out. The chief of naval personnel has already determined that they are authorized to wear the uniform of an E7. It is the process of enculturation and acceptance as a chief petty officer that makes what we do so incredibly valuable. So, and then he talks about like the command senior list leader in the mess being responsible yeah. and accountable for the quality of execution and making sure that each selectee is ready to enter the mess. And so, like, mm-hmm. that's the whole acceptance episode that I talked about from teaching the creed, where like I've I've literally stood in a final night like acceptance moment where a whole bunch of chiefs are advocating for somebody to not be accepted. They're not ready. They're not ready. They just were not accepting them. And the CMC, who at the time, you know, like I, I'm still like. I wasn't super impressed. I haven't had that yet. Yeah, I wasn't super impressed with the guy, but he was right. And and could have been a blind squirrel finding a nut or it could have been him being a CMC and and having a lot more time in the pond and just understanding the concept better. Because at the time I was I was really torn. It was a really weird scenario where I was like, I saw what they were seeing and I saw what they meant where like they weren't ready. But like, why aren't they ready? They're not ready because we failed to do our job. Like there and then I didn't I hadn't quite accepted the concept that like, well, they've already been selected. So we've already decided that they're that they're ready to be a chief. So this process that we're going through during the chief season isn't a screening process. They've already been selected. So why are we acting like we get to filter out the bad ones? Like, no, this whole the whole point of this is to prepare them to be a chief, because like you mentioned earlier, on whatever the pinning date is. And I usually say September 16th because I'm old, but like now it's all over the place. But whatever, uh, on pinning day, they're wearing anchors and to every junior sailor not wearing anchors and to every officer in the Navy, they're chiefs. It doesn't matter if they're ready or not. So then you got like the guy that you're working with. It's like, he's a chief to a bunch of people, whether they take him seriously or think he's smart or good at his job or not, he's still a chief. And that like, it's it's the chief that they have and it also reflects on us and it's our job to make sure that that person knows what they're doing and is successful and everything else so it's like yeah i that's one of the concepts that like drives me the most crazy is it's just like like people in the mess like we're sitting in the chief's quarters and they're complaining about another chief being a moron it's like okay what are you doing to help them nothing okay then shut up do your job like go help that guy because he clearly needs the help you know what i mean it's just like it drives me nuts man it's well, so we looked at it as not even that, right? And we, I think one of the guys may in our office may have said that more or less, right? Mm. Like whether or not you like it, he his uniform is what it is, yeah. And you're gonna have to deal with it. Um, the the point that we looked at because we deal with it all the time because he's in the same office as us, right. even though it's more of a proximity thing. Yeah. But his division still comes in all the time. And like every once in a while, his division will come in and be like, well, I mean, you know who our, who my chief is like, while they're looking for an answer for something and we'll shut him down immediately. Yeah. But it's, but my thought is more of is less yelling at 
those instructors or whoever right. because they're like trying to say something bad about their chief. And it's more of like, um, and one of the guys definitely goes hard and he's got that kind of, well, what advice, like, did you give him backup? Did you give him recommendations? Right. Did you give him this? Did you give him that? Or are you just sitting here complaining right. and thinking I'm going to jump on your team? Right. Cause like, I don't care how bad he's doing. He's still your chief. Yeah. And so what gets me is yep. when other chiefs bad mouth. Him, That's yeah. What bothers me is less of like, to your point of like, what are you doing to help him? But right. what bothers me is like, that dude still has a division yeah. sitting down the hall yep. that still is waiting for an answer for him. Yep. So like we can all sit around and just talk bad about this dude all we want, but that division still Need, yeah. needs somebody to sign this shit. They still yep. need an answer. They still need guy. a chief. Yeah. Like it, they still need and have and want a chief or maybe not want I don't, whatever. Right. But like there's still a guy that's, that's in that chain of command and us sitting here doing this does not help him. Doesn't help you. Right. Like what, what do we have to do to fix this? Right. And so, and all those are like teaching moments and you can go through yeah. whatever you want. But, but again, it's one of those, it, I, it is frustrating and we, we've dealt with, mm -hmm. you know, everybody's dealt or at least all the chiefs I'm sure have dealt with that to some extent. But the frustrating part is like, if you know, Right. Because again, we talked about it a long time ago, but mm. I guarantee like any first class could rank the Chiefs mess and Whoa, probably get easy it with the guarantees. 95%. All right. You might get. <laughs> yeah. No, and they would be right. Now I'm with you. You've said that before. Yeah. But, but so like my point is like they, people aren't dumb and they don't, yeah. not every person sitting there like my Chiefs most amazing Chief. And right. He's like the bottom P. Right? right. Like they know when they've got the bottom P Chief. Yeah. But, the, the frustrate the sad reality whatever you want to call it is that that division now has to kind of pick up some slack to help that person out but also the rest of the chiefs has to help step in and like help that person out and bring them up and teach them whatever they didn't know because again like making chief doesn't mean that you're good at any of i mean making any rank in the navy doesn't mean yeah. that you're good at that rank of doing that job it just right. means that you did good enough at the previous rank right to be selected and yeah and yeah. fill that role and that's what like i i did i agree with the guy that was going hard in the paint saying that like what have the juniors done to help the guy out but also like yeah the chiefs i'd be like like I'd be on fire in that office about like anybody that's coming in there bashing that guy or talking crap about that. It's like, okay, what are you doing and about are. it? Like, uh, what are you doing about it? Cause like, I get it, but like if it, especially if it's, he's not dumb, it's just like a leadership development issue, then start developing. Like, what are we doing about it? Because yeah, yeah. he might not be like, he might not get past the middle of the road MP, but like that, if that's a ceiling, get him there. You know what I mean? And then he'll be away because mm -hmm. if, if he's the bottom P right now and we get him to a middle of the road MP, that's a huge improvement. And it's a huge improvement for the division of sailors that are waiting down the hall for their chief. And that's what drives me nuts. It's like, get the get him to his ceiling. And then it, we can understand that his ceiling is lower than everyone else's. And that's fine. Not I mean, not everybody's yeah. going to be a number one EP and that's OK. But yeah. we need to get him to his ceiling so that they have the best chief they can possibly have. Yeah. And, and it's, that's a, a weird hard spot with it, but yeah, it's, that's, 
that's basically been our point to it. It's like you can call them the bottom P, but like, right. how about we how about we raise that risk a, a little yeah. bit? You know, <laughs> do something about it. Like, yeah, I mean, even even if he stays the uh, the bottom P, but we raise where the bottom like we raise the yeah. the the, the floor, Riska, man. Yeah, raise the floor of his potential to the ceiling and it maybe he doesn't leave the bottom piece spot but i guarantee and uh, see what i did there um i guarantee they're gonna the sailors that he's leading are gonna notice the change they're gonna notice that they have a better leader like um one of my yeah. best friends is in a mess where he feels like the culture of the mess and especially like the leadership of the mess don't value him because it's like one of those i'll talk to you in detail about it when we aren't recording because i don't want to like put too much detail out there but it's like one of those ones where it's not a tip of the spear operational yeah. mess so it's like they get distracted by all of the extra stuff and so if you're not doing all the yeah. extra stuff it's like you're not contributing or whatever and he's a guy that yeah, yeah. all he's focused on is his sailors and taking as as good a care of them as he possibly can and making sure they have what they need and blah 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 and they go home to his family and like and it's not like he's not trying to be the best chief he can in that mess but his idea of what that means is kind of different from what the culture of that mess and the leadership of that mess define it to mean and so he thinks he's valued low as far as like if if you're going to rank him right now blah 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 but i bet you if those junior sailors ranked him that he would be at the top you know what i mean like and i bet you he's the kind of guy that's a chief on the ship all the time man like he's he's the chief that i would bet a stack of cash that sailors on that vessel are going to him instead of their own chief because he's more approachable and he, they like trust him and they get along with him and he probably he's joking with them and he's doing all of those like human soft skills type things to, to build trust and rapport with all the sailors on that ship. I bet you a bunch of money that that dude is the guy that they all go to and that they all trust. That's, that's back to, uh, what I was saying is like, just because, say like your your cmc or whatever right mm-hmm. you're you're just random chief in a random command and like your cmc does not agree with you or you look at that person and you're just like, right they they're way off the mark right yeah. and this is what they should be caring more about their people or they should be caring more about this or whatever right like a obviously let's assume that you've voiced that and said hey like yeah. Cobb cmc like yep. you're way off the mark on this, this is what people care about whatever you keep getting blown off. A lot of people, I don't even know that a lot of people will change that, right? But a lot of people, I would think, at least get discouraged by that to your point and say, I just feel like I'm undervalued, right? And you might be undervalued at that command, but that doesn't mean that, that I, yeah, doesn't necessarily mean that you're, you are wrong, right? Like, it's okay to be different yeah, from other I, people's mindsets. And that's where like, I look back at it and I just found the solace in the people who thought the same, who still continued to progress through their career. And I'm like, okay, well, so I'm not crazy. Like, yeah, I might be the only person at this command or I might not be the only person at the command, but I'm I, the only person I, voicing it or not or whatever. But like, yeah, the point is like, there's other people like, I guarantee that you're not alone with your thought process and whether you think that you're uh, the only person with that mindset or not, like whether that's true or not, my point is 
there are other people like the Navy's big. There's more than just your mess. There's more than your command. I don't care if you're on the biggest carrier in the fleet. Like there's more than that out there. Right. And you're right. not the only person that feels that way. Look at any Facebook. Group, yeah. Look at the comment threads on any sort of Navy related comment thread. And there's the yeah. gamut of, I would of whatever. Right. So like, but there are people that are successful in all of right. these things. And right. You can still be successful swimming upstream or being I, against the grain well, or whatever maybe because like i would say to some extent I, yeah I, so McPond, it def- yeah it depends on what you define success to be because i would say that those people like and my buddy was one of them for a while like when he first got there he felt like he was discouraged and he was just frustrated um i think he's kind of found his footing and he, it's it's going better um him and the him and his sel were bumping heads but um i would say like it it's it's less like like you might not be valued by the by the command, but I think you'd be valued at the command, like right where it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. the junior sailors and I I promise are are valuing him and valuing the time he spends with them and the effort he puts in. But like as well, far as rankings and as stuff, chief, though. exactly. And I agree with you. And I, I I would also say it's a it's a small miracle that I'm a master chief right now because there was times <laughs> that. I like that the last submarine where I when I showed up, I was very vocally telling people and a lot of people that they were doing it wrong. And there are people that were like in charge of ranking me and stuff. And like maybe I got lucky. It was at the beginning of the time there. And so it was like my first eval is whatever. Like I'm going to get a P anyway. So who cares? But I like I don't know. But it's a small miracle that of all the times that I've went into those situations and been vocally questioning the way that the organization is doing things and and questioning leaders that are above me and pushing back all the time and whatever that I wasn't just designated as like a you know a rabble rouser or an undesirable or something um but, and having it so reflect like, in my evals and stuff but so look at it like this right like somebody listening to that's made it this far into this episode which I am always amazed if anybody listens to anything <laughs> that I have to say for this I'm long. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm I, yeah. well, the length, the garbage that I say, <laughs> any of it, but, uh, if you're here, thank you. Yeah. Hey, you the best. Uh, but regardless, like people are listening to what you're saying. Right. And yeah. I think a lot of your, your, the premise of what you put out, is based on the fact that you are not the average chief of what you say, think, do, whatever, right? Like, you see all the memes, you see all the standard comments, you see all the nonsense of, like, what a chief is, right? And, like, you clearly don't fit a lot of that. You fight back and against a lot of those things, right? Like, you did a whole, that whole warped episode was basically talking about, like, what is everybody doing yeah. and why is this happening? Right. Cause that's not what you and I learned and that's mm-hmm. not whatever. Right. So, but my point is that clearly like you have hit the end of the rope, right? There's no E 11 coming right. up anytime soon. You're not putting on E 10 anytime soon. Yeah. So like you've clearly, at least by the Navy standards been successful yeah. with this mindset. And if, people go back to episode one, they're going to hear the same stuff. You yeah. Know? And way worse. That hasn't you. changed. Way worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In case but anybody takes right, that like, suggestion, way worse audio. <laughs> 
but but my point is like right the content hasn't changed though like right your you're not wrong really changed i mean there's been and, evolution and so but yeah like, no i'm with you i haven't the the general like yeah you as a chief right because mm-hmm. like when i started listening I, I listened to like old episodes and, yeah. and then all of a sudden I was like, Oh cool. He made senior chief. And then like, yeah. now I know you and like, and then making chief and like, oh, whatever, who cares? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but it's, it's your, my point is that you've gone from as a chief putting this out then a senior chief putting this out now master chief putting this out, like your basic, your baseline opinions and your thoughts has not changed right. where you've come from hasn't changed. But you've clearly been successful by the Navy standards with those opinions. So somebody listening to this, looking for something different than what they normally hear from like the do as I say, not as I do. I'm like the the big fat angry chief and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Like that clearly like that's not the only way is my point of like. And so when I look at all these other people that I'm like. Oh, I agree with this guy and they're a CMC or they're right. senior chief or they're uh, not a command, whatever, but they're just a master chief. Like, and not just you. I know others <laughs> rated master chiefs that I'm made it recently. Aware. Right. And like, but I, I love that dude. Uh, but I look at those guys and I'm like, these are all people that like, I agree with and they're all very different with their mindsets and their approaches and their opinions. But, and I can learn like, the tact and how to say things and how to do what and different approaches and whatever, but the general mindset of like, what's important? What do I care about? What should I be focused on? Those things are pretty baseline across all of you. And it's like, I'm not doing it wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Like I'll put on rank when I put on rank, but like, at least I look at it and I go, my mindset at least is a successful mindset. Yeah. For to somebody, right? So like I just need to be in the right place at the right time because that's all 90% of advancement is, at least once you make chief, is the right place at the right time. Yeah, and that's and, yeah, kinda. And that's what I part of why I was saying it's like a small miracle. Cause I also f- kept finding myself in like the circumstances that were required. And some of it, like you could attribute it some of it to me putting myself like I definitely fought to be in those positions too, but especially being a cook, it's like there's a lot of stuff in order to make mass chief without being a cob. Like it's somebody brought that to my attention the other day about how abnormal that is. And I was just like, you're yeah. not wrong. And it was like kind of more validating than I feel like it would have been if I, if I made it as a cop. Right. So I was just like, Oh but, wow. Like that's interesting. But that, that goes to like what I, what I'm saying though, yeah. is that like you look at if somebody else, right. Like, I don't feel like I've changed my opinion because I've started talking to you. Yeah. I've had the same stupid opinion since the first time we talked, but right. it, if you are doing as well as you are, all things considered and have a similar opinion to me, I look at that as like, it's my own satisfaction or my own like win. You know what I mean? And that's the weird spot of like, once you make chief, right, everybody has that general, oh, you've made it, you're good, you're done, right? Which is never true. Yeah. Because then, like, now that you're chief, you're like, well, I'm not really a master chief till I'm a cob. And then it's like, yeah. well, I'm, I was a cob. Like, <laughs> you can I never. CMC? There's no such thing well, as finished. Well, but then am I yeah. a force or a fleet? Yeah. Right. There's no. There's no finish McMahon, line. Right? Yeah. 
even then, I mean, I bet you those guys are looking at it like now what, you know, like you got to think there's There's, an identity crisis at some point along that progression where you're like, Oh God, like now what do I do? You know, like like Russell Smith's like, cool. I guess I just got to go do golf tournaments or like fancy polo work for some consulting thing or (laughs) I, I don't know. Yeah. It's wild the way that, Cause that's what my, one of my buddy, my best, best friend on this planet is my best man at the wedding. And we were at a, like a dinner we had the night before. Um, and he said, uh, he goes, what do you, I know you well enough to know that you need the sense of purpose that you get from what you do in the military. So, and he was a guy that he was on my first boat and then he got out. So he understands yeah. submarining in the Navy. Um, and he goes, what are you going to do when you retire? Cause at the time I was like, I'm retiring soon. And, uh, I was like, Oh, I already do it. It's the podcast. Like I already have that thing. That's going to fulfill mm-hmm. that, that, uh, sense of purpose that I, I, w- I really would have had a hard time with that transition. And there's a little bit of it. That's going to be, I'm sure yeah. it's not, it's not going to be easy, but I, I'm going to have the crutch of, well, I still get to do this and, and also right. I can expand upon it and everything else, which I'm already working on. And so like, there's that part of it, but I feel like they're, yeah, man, there's like, I've had friends that also like, you know, like they have a hard time finding purpose after the fact because they had a, I, a good portion of their identity tied up in it. I just more meant like, that's how I think that's, what's made me, that's what's changed my focus of like, oh man, I didn't make it. And I look at it more as like, I'm super glad these people that I know did make it. Not that I, not like the people that I know that made it, that I disagree with. I'm not like upset, but when I see somebody that I know and that I agree with and that like, cause the entire world I think is basically modeling yourself after what you think you should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's how, especially within the military, you find somebody that you liked and you go, I want to be that guy or I want to be that girl or that's what I want to do. And so when you see them succeed, if you're trying to do what they're doing, then in a weird way, you are also succeeding. If that makes any sense. So it, it's super convoluted and confusing. Right. But like when the results came out and my, my wife was like, Oh, sorry, you didn't make senior. Yeah. It's like, I no, I know how the I game knew is it wasn't gonna happen. Am, yeah, yeah. Like I'm I was bummed. I looked, but I also kind of knew because you've nah, explained whatever. to me kind of where you're at and all yeah, the things. No. And yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, to a transfer P. <laughs> it's gonna take uh, a minute to. Yeah. 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 Uh, might as well send me to mass. <laughs> um, but regardless, like seeing like some of the guys that I know that did make it like people that were at the command, one of the guys. So in the weird line of succession, right? Like the big collateral duty that I have is as one of the watch bill coordinators for one of the watches. Uh, when I checked in one guy had it, another guy had it for about a year. And then I took over for him. The two of them both put on a star this cycle. Yeah. And so I look at it, I'm like, sweet. Like those guys are doing good. And also like at personally knowing both of them, I'm like, these guys a hundred percent deserved it. Right. They're both amazing at what they do. They're 
like in my opinion and apparently the same as the board but like these guys like i work with them personally i have no idea who's at the board i didn't care enough to look back at right. who was there but but my point was like they i look at them and i'm like those are the guys that i want to be like they're the ones that are doing the right things in my head they're the ones that are killing it they're doing the right stuff i like their opinions on things and both of them got promoted so i'm like all right well if i'm on the same boat as them i got to be doing something right you know even though it wasn't me like i don't care that it wasn't me i just it's validation for where i'm at and where what i'm thinking about and what i care about you know what i mean yeah yeah so like what i mean is like you making rank is validation for everybody that's listens to this that's sitting around waiting like right. wow maybe i'm just listening to this one clown in a room <laughs> full of weird old chief nonsense it's who's not like, weird it's this is the right place at the right time and you know like and they're listening to <laughs> yeah. it like wow well this i agree with this guy you know yeah. like i may not be the popular guy in the command or i may right. not have the popular opinion in the command but i agree with this guy but if you're listening to that and the whole time you're just like well yeah but this clown stuck at whatever rank he's at you know yeah yeah but like if you're still promoting right everybody else has got to look at that within the bounds of you know, checking the right boxes and whatever else you have to do within the Navy. But like that mindset, it's like, it's validation. So like seeing somebody like you or the other people that I know that made rank, like it's, it's exciting for me. Cause I'm like, all right, I'm doing it right. Whatever it is, like somebody somewhere at a right. board somewhere said, this guy's got it nailed. And that's all I'm, that's all I'm looking for. Cause then I, it's validation for me that I'm still doing something right and it is what it is. Quotas will happen when they happen or they won't, or I don't really care, but people that you identify with making rank in a, at some point in a weird way is almost like you making rank. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's super w confusing to explain it that way, but that's like the once it, when I don't know when it was, I don't have like a, a day in my career, but when that clicked with me, that like, Oh, I'm super happy that guy made rank because yeah, that's, that's yeah. like, that's who I want to be. Or like, that's, right. who I, that's who I think I am in my head or like, so if they can do it, then like, yeah, I must be doing it right. And I'm I, good enough. I'll, I was, I'll get there when I get there. Hyped about like my buddies and stuff, but I was also competitive with other people. And so it was like where I knew like within my own community that like, if somebody made rank and I didn't or whatever, and, and it would be like, uh, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, there hasn't there. Don't get me wrong. There are people I know that I don't think have any business even wearing khakis to work that are and that I don't ever yeah. want to see get promoted. But that's a difference. Yeah. It's like uh, there's really good reasons. And it's the type of stuff that yeah the system failed, whatever. It's a long story. But, you know, and I've probably talked about it conceptually on the podcast. But um, as far as like even guys that there was a cycle uh, where somebody didn't show up. Like we didn't have a representative at the board for submariners. And mm -hmm. so um, somebody got promoted that like, there's, you know, like there's wickets that everybody's like, well, you got to have this if you're going to make whatever rank. And a guy made it that didn't have that because there wasn't representation there, but also he deserved it. It was just generally, yeah. If you don't have that one wicket, you're kind of not going to get past that stack of records to be able to make right, it. Right. So this guy was a guy that was frustrated having not made it for a few years that 
he thought he should, but gen- like it's pretty commonly known that hey, if you don't, if you're not qualified dive, or if you're not qualified chief of the watch, or if you're not, you don't have a LCPOC or whatever the yeah, whatever the bullet yeah, yeah. is, right? And he didn't have the bullet that everybody kind of knows you need to have to make that rank, and he made it anyway. And so the whole community was on fire afterwards, and they were just like, "What?" And I'm looking at it like I was hyped because he's a dude that deserved to advance. And it was almost like we threw a monkey wrench in the system by accident to allow it to happen because there were people that were checking those boxes that might not have been doing the other things correctly because you you and I both know, and I'm sure you agree as well, is like the eval system doesn't always work. Where especially for for cooks on a submarine, zero people on that submarine, unless the, the cob is a cook when they exist, there's I know a handful of them are qualified to evaluate me in my job unless we're talking about like leadership clerical duties and and quals and whatever which is all you get evaluated on on a submarine generally where it's like you're not that guy unless that guy is your rate it's he's not qualified to evaluate you in your job really so if i'm doing a horrible job and and it's unique with cooks ls's probably yeoman a couple others i'm i'm completely speculating there but like for cooks i like no one is going to call my cob and tell him that my inventory validity sucks or that somebody right, right. came down and sanitation was terrible or whatever, unless it was like I was going to make the whole crew sick. No one is going to communicate to my chain of command that I suck at my job unless I catch an SMI. And even then, a lot of times the chain of command, if I'm if I'm doing everything they need, if I'm a three section watchstander and I'm doing all the collateral duties and I'm taking the care of the cob and doing a cob things and all that crap. I'm going to do well anyway. And I know people that have done right. well anyway, despite not doing well at their primary duty, which when you read the precepts and the convening letter, it says sustained superior performance to see in leadership positions yeah, is yeah, your yeah. primary duty. So, I mean, what's the leadership position? Well, well your primary duty is to that, be the leader of that division and do make sure it's that's the funny correctly. part. We're, I was talking about that recently with, yeah. uh, when it says like for us, for making eight, it said, mm. Uh, above risk and sustained superior performance. And that's it. Right. And so I was joking, like one of the wow. things, at least for, well, and now mind you, our ladder or ECP or is all crazy now because of the rating merger. It does. Yeah. yeah. The rating merger does not, we don't technically have one, but when you look at the combined ones of all of them, that's basically all it says. Uh, Aside from the qualifications, right? Um, yeah. But I was when when I started our uh, comms LCPO course, I basically said, like, what is a good chief, right? Like mm-hmm. you as a cook chief, theoretically, and I'd I'd put money on it that like you could go be the torpedo man chief. You could do a whole tour as a TMC <laughs> and I guarantee you that, that you would be fine. Yeah. I, yeah, you'd have to learn some new right, acronyms. You got yeah. to learn some new nonsense, right? But Ask like, for a lot of help. The, oh, <laughs> yeah. But like, but not in the way of, uh, I'm not going to be a technical like expert. Leading a yeah. division. You won't be the technical expert. Right. But my point is like, as far as being a leader chief manager. of a division. Yeah. 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 yeah that aspect of it, you do fine, right? Mm-hmm. And if you look at the way the, the at least our ladder, I didn't read everybody else's ladder because I don't 
really care what a sonar tech or a, I don't know, whatever, insert another rate yeah. is because that's not what I am. But I, I would bet that they're probably not much different that it just says like, be a good leader. Right. Which has nothing to do with technical expertise. And I'm not trying to say that like, you don't have to be, and I'm not trying to downplay right, that. Right. But, but my point is like being a good leader also that's super subjective and that's, you know, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And that's kind of what I was trying to get at probably several times now of yeah. like, you look at what, what do you think a good leader is and does yeah. and who they are. You find one, you, you have like that image in your head of what they are. And if they're doing it right and they are promoting and they are successful mm-hmm. and you're just trying to, you know, copy paste, I'm going to fake it till I make it and yeah. I'm going to do what the, I think they would do if they're getting promoted and you're trying to do the same thing, like just odds, you know, everything in the Navy is a, a time game and a waiting yeah. game. But like, if you're there long enough at the right spot, like you're also going to make it doing the same thing. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It was just very much like something about that made this cycle even though I did not make it again, did not expect to, but right. I was super happy at a lot of the names that I saw. On yeah. The list. Like yeah. a lot of the guys that I saw was very much like, I'm so glad that person made yep. it partially because I think they deserved it. And partially because in my head, it was like, I'm glad that, cause I have talked to that person mm-hmm. and I feel the same way they do. Yeah. So yeah. They can make it. Then yeah. It's I'm like validating that like, mark. okay, my behavior yeah. could lead me there. So that's awesome. Yeah. Like I don't need to, I don't need to like f- pretend I'm someone else or do all these other things or stomach right. things and, that and, I don't want to do, even though you do need to get your MTS. But, the, but, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. but then on the flip side, right? Like, so I don't know if I told you or not, but I, the only reason I really hoped that I made and so you Maybe wouldn't have to get your MTS <laughs> or next year yeah. is so that I could be like, nah, I'm just, not I'm gonna not going to just do to, yeah, just to, literally just to, out yeah. of spite to bother you and a few other. Yeah. Nope. Nope. You're getting that uh, MTS. If I got to come, if I got to come there and do your, your class evaluations <laughs> myself, you're getting that damn MTS. Ah, uh, it's so, yeah, I don't care. I know. Uh, <laughs> Um, (laughs) so like a prime example of the flip side of that though, is that the success doesn't necessarily mean that they are right. Right. And this is totally subjective, but we have a quarterly meeting with the CO about every rate does about Mm. manning and the health of your rate. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And in case anybody's curious, the health of our rate is hot garbage. (laughs) At my command. What? Um, yeah. Our six month outlook is 48%. Oof. Man. Oof. We were at like right. 67 to 75 at the A school when I was there. And that was brutal. We got told 80% is the new 100%. Oh my God. That's so disgusting. Be Oof. happy if you hit 80. That's and no, I will not be happy. Half if I of that. 80. Yeah. Uh. Right. And I'm literally almost half that. Yeah. And just trying to stay afloat, right? Yep. Like as a rate at my command, we're literally just barely treading water. Yeah. 
And uh, so when I, we went to go do our meeting with the CEO, I said something about, like, I don't know, it's awkward, right? Because, like, again, they're all people. Every rank, every position, whatever. Everybody are just people. Yeah. They all have lives. They all got problems. They all got bills to pay. They all got to get dressed. They all wipe their ass when they go to the bathroom. They are what they are, right? Yeah. But the CEO, like, he's still a full bird. Right. He's done his, he's been a CEO of a submarine. Mm -hmm. He's still here at like a major command. There's 2,500 people here. So, like, he's not dumb. You know, he's like, he's right smart with what he says. And, but it's so it's a little awkward and it can be very intimidating. And we're all sitting in this room. We go into his office and to go talk about Manning. And I'm basically there to like walk in and be like, Hey, well, here's my dumpster fire. And <laughs> all, you know, six of my guys are going to try to cover 34 jobs right. and, uh, wish me luck. Um, <laughs> but so like, I don't know, just trying to find some sort of weird icebreaker. Cause that's who I am. And so I went in there and I said, I made some joke about baseball cause I love baseball. Uh, I also like football, but whatever. Um, so I made some joke about baseball and our CEO was like, he literally said baseball is super boring. It is. I agree. And that's, it a cannot totally be fine position. like, yeah, <laughs> I'd rather but watch a 30 for 30 off. about something dramatic that happened and have them edit everything. So I don't have to watch the whole game. Dude, there's one, there's a 30 for 30 about, uh, what's his name? Doc. It's very late where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> we can wrap Anyways, up here in a second. He threw he threw a no hitter. Yeah. Uh, wall on acid. It oh was wow! I need story. to watch that. It, yeah, and I'll find it. it's interesting. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Um. But he's like, baseball's it. Baseball's boring. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, this is awkward, <laughs> right? Like yeah. that didn't work. Yeah. Swing and a miss, and. uh and he's like, if the pitcher is doing his job, then the game, then nothing happens. And if he's not doing his job, then he should be fired. <laughs> and I was kind of okay. like, okay. And in my head, I was just thinking like, that's a wild stance to have. Yeah. So that clearly my extreme. not maintaining order depth on your submarine would have been a problem. <laughs> right. And so like the first thing that went through my head was like, I get where you're coming from yeah, yeah. and I assume it's like largely hyperbole. Right? right. Right. But, and so of course when he said that, I was like, well, what about the hitter? And he's like, well, the hitter should also be, if he's not batting a thousand, then he's not doing his job and he should be fired. And he's like, and it's impossible for a batter to be every batter to be batting a thousand and every pitcher to be pitch a perfect game. So baseball is not a, like it's a nonsensical sport. Okay, it's nuclear not engineer, right. calm down because the whole universe is nonsensical <laughs> by that definition. So, hundred percent, right? Baby and like Jesus. that was the Navy in me went like, oh my god, I hate eleven twenties. And then my second thought though was like, there's a whole. And I'm I, he was probably obviously he was good at what he did. He was successful, yeah. right? But you, like my yeah. thought was like, I am so glad I'm not on a boat with you. Yeah. Cause even jokingly, right. That some part of you is thinking is, that this yeah, is true. Yeah. 
And like, and I could care less if somebody likes baseball or not. Right. But it was just, you know, shot in the dark. Talk about baseball. Right. Oh, you don't like it. Now I know for next quarter. Yeah. (laughs) Do not bring up baseball. But, but it was just one of those, like, that guy is a objectively navally successful person. Yeah. Right. He's a full bird captain. Yeah. In charge of a major command. And I may or may not agree with that dude being good at his job or not. I think he is, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I really do like outside of that. I think he really is good, but, but my point is more of like, just because that person's not, let's say that I completely disagree with what he's doing just for argument's sake. Cause there's others that I do disagree with what they, where they're at. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I'm wrong or that's the only way. And that's, that's what I just keep getting at. Like there's other people though, that are successful that do feel the way you do. Like there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's, you can be successful in more than one way. I know people that got out as a chief who were like, everybody looked at him and said, this guy's an idiot, but their division just loved that person. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is amazing as my chief. He kills it for me. He does everything that I want and that's what you're supposed to do. So are they, I don't know. The fact that they didn't put on master chief, does that make them not successful? Oh, I feel like a lot of those guys that I've known have been the ones that have like fought back really hard in a way that the Navy was unwilling to accept, like where I'm not going to qualify that thing and I'm not going to do that. Or they'd like, I'm not going to do your dumb like collateral MTS? duties. Uh, yeah. Well, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, honestly yeah. though, the only reason I'm saying that is because that will hurt you at a selection board. And so 100% it's, it will, but it's, and it's one of those things that it's like, you just do it. And it's, but those guys wouldn't do it. And, but, and it, it applied to oh. a ton of things and also said things and did things they probably shouldn't have to the upper chain of command. Cause they just didn't care. Yeah. And, but they took care of their division. And so, yeah, I mean, you could like yeah. their division objectively thought they were a good chief because they were to them. Yeah. But then, yeah, the Navy's definition, if that's your job though, yeah. Then but the, the Navy chief, the Navy defines it as more than that. Like, yes, I agree with you that yeah. that's their main job, but the Navy defines it as more than that. All right. So no, I get it. One more question. And people can't see this because we're doing video, but I'm not recording the video and I'm obviously not publishing the video. But Bob has been playing with a horsehair boot brush the entire podcast. Yep. And I want to know why. Uh <laughs> Like literally flipping it over in his hands, caressing it, like doing all kinds of weirds the whole time. So it has become a fidget spinner. Okay. Sitting here just because it's there Um, on the desk. Yeah. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I, I, what's funny is that I have, uh, brushed more non-naval boots. Yeah. I I was going to say, and there's, doesn't look like there's polish all over it either. So I'm like, what's going on there? Not that you're probably Uh, wearing black boots, but. I am not wearing black boots yeah. actually at work. I wear yeah. uh, the the tan boots. I got the um, Oakley ones now because I'm a communist. Apparently, I <laughs> finally caved in. It was just like I had the Rocky Company ones, and they got. Yep. I cleaned them, and then I could never Those waterproof S2Bs. them again. Yeah, I could never waterproof them appropriately again. So every time I'd get any drop of water, which where I live is ridiculous. It, the watermark would never go away. So my boots look like crap and it's driving me nuts. And I could not, I still can't figure out how to get the stupid kit to work where I clean the suede and waterproof it again. 
So I finally just lost my mind and ordered those Oakley boots because they're super comfortable. And I'm mashing now. So, so comfortable. They're they're amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah. So in my in my old age, uh, one of my one of the things my grandfather who died when I was three, so I literally do not know this guy. Uh, one of the things that he always said when everybody would say like, "Oh, what do you want for your birthday or uh, Christmas or whatever?" Right? His answer was shoes that fit. <laughs> right, which is like a very very simplified insight to my life of <laughs> I'm a very practical yep. just make this thing work. Yeah. And that's what I want. Awesome. Um kind of person, right? So I have at my last command, we had to our we were very rough on our shoe wear, mm-hmm. our footwear. And um, but they it didn't matter what it was because we didn't right. wear a uniform most of the time. And so one of the things that I did was I went and bought a pair of Red Wings because there's a Red Wing store in town. Gotcha. And I beat the daylights out of those things, and I still have them. Yeah, and you can and get them like root fixed and stuff, can't you? Like, don't they, they have like a get resold. warranty or something? No, well, they need to get resold. But oh, okay. um, outside of that, they're as good as right a six year old boot can be that I beat the daylights out of. Yeah. Um. I have those. I have two other pairs. So I have a pair of Red Wing Iron Rangers because I'm a fancy snob like that. <laughs> and they're overly expensive, but I was able to justify it to the wife because I said, hey, if I can get six years out of these, they've got to be better than a pair of Vans. Yeah. Um, which is what I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Um, those are my two options. Like yeah, yeah, Overly yeah. expensive <laughs> Or thirty dollar bands. Yeah. yeah, I wear a lot of bands. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of that waffle soul. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so I take care of my Red Wings that I have, mostly my Iron Rangers because they just look so good. Yeah. <laughs> look them up. Uh, I will. But now. anyways, yeah. my wife has a pair, but I don't know what kind they are. Man, your wife is so much cooler than you. I know. Um, I have a pair of like <laughs> the ones I wanted there. And this is so off topic, but like I got some Danner boots that are like these crazy waterproof insulated hiking boots with zippers yep. on the side. And like they got the red laces and I oh, I love them. They're so dope. I got issued Danners. Yeah. And they were great, but they were half size too small. Oh, mine so are perfect. They were amazing for like 20 minutes. Oh, they're so comfortable. And then it was just pure foot pain oh yeah um no they were super nice boots they do yeah. Danner does have some all right nice no boots. one cares about any of this except us so i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up man <laughs> and just hit stop buy and then we can red talk wings. about whatever buy some red wings kids all right <laughs> all right i hope you guys enjoyed that i always love talking to chief bob um and it always goes way longer than it probably should so um i actually had to kick him off the the call at the very end because he's on the east coast and it was super late and he had to go to work the next day and i didn't so um but yeah like i mean this is the one the one series that hasn't uh hasn't wavered just because i i I enjoy talking to him so much so there's that um coming up uh a lot of different stuff i'm going to uh endeavor to do what uh chief andrew was doing uh because he's busy now that if you didn't know he's getting commissioned he got picked up for ldo 
So he's off to school and all this other stuff. So he's going to be busy for a while. So I'm going to attempt to do a foundations episode in the same vein as him. I probably won't do as good of a job, but I'm going to try. And then uh, some other cool stuff coming up, just interviews with some people and, um, and yeah, same old, same old and some new stuff too. <laughs> if you need anything from us, hit us up. Don't give up the ship podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message us. Don't give up the ship podcast or you can DM us on Instagram or Reddit or discord. Now, uh, hit us up at D podcast or just D podcast on whatever the platform you choose. Also, if you would be so kind and I should always put this at the beginning and I never remember, uh, like review, subscribe on all the platforms for all the things. So like all the social media platforms, iTunes, uh, it's always awesome when we get reviews on there, uh, stuff like that, share the content on social media, it helps us get it to the people that need it. And that's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship. 